This is KYUK, public radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Francisco Martinez Cuello. This past weekend, the Bethel Sprint Mushers Club hosted the Eddie Hoffman Memorial Race. Ten mushers competed in the two-day sprint, completing a 20-mile loop over two days. The race had a 10-dog limit, and most mushers chose to race with a 10-dog team. 19-year-old Raymond Alexi of Queefluck won the race. The 19-year-old is wrapping up a winning season and finished on Saturday at a total of 2 hours and 46 minutes over the two days. Still, Raymond's father, Harry Alexi, said the training conditions and preparation had been tough. Training-wise, you know, we had high winds, warm weather, extreme cold temperatures, you know, that um, hampered training. But um, these, these were dogs that were trained really well throughout beginning of the season so there's no worries of them sitting down a couple of days. After Alexi finished first on the first day of the competition, clocking in at an hour and 21 minutes, he started last on the second day. He's not worried about starting last so you know, have the front team break the trail. Yesterday when he took off second he had some issues inside uh, street slew almost you know uh, had to hook down and turn the dogs to the right direction. Alexi walked away with $2,700 from a total pot of $20,000 split between the 10 mushers. In second place was Jackie Larson. In third was Sober Wasili. Fourth was Louis Pavela. And fifth was Herman Felp. Mushing will continue through March. 100-mile challenge will be held on March 11th and the campout race March 18th and 19th. Today, Monday, March 6th, will be the third and final day of the 35th Annual Coastal Conference, the district basketball tournament for the Lower Kuskokwim School District hosted at Bethel Regional High School. Sixteen teams have been competing in the three-day tournament. The two winning teams will earn a place in states. This first day for this event is unusual. Um, I've been doing this for 18 years, helping organize it, and... We have never had this many people in this large turnout. We still have a wait in line. It's been this way all day. That's Jim Vela, a social worker in the district who helped organize the event. He said one reason the tournament is so popular this year, it's because the first time it's been open to the public again after the COVID-19 pandemic. One team in particular was a crowd favorite. I think the biggest surprise right now is Night Mute. Um, last time they were here was 1997, um, 26 years ago, um, mostly eighth graders. They have maybe three high school players and eight eighth graders. Um, they just finished Nunapichuk, and Night Mute folks came in. It was a close game. I mean, halftime, it was tied. Um, it was amazing and seeing how all the gym were rooting for Night Mute. So that's, you talk about sportsmanship and team spirit, it turned the whole gym into night mute. The tournament will wrap up on Monday at the championship games. The girls will compete at 8 p.m., the boys at 6.15. If you want a spot, you should get there early. The Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race got underway this past weekend with a ceremonial start in Anchorage Saturday, March 4th. Before the official start in Willow on Sunday, March 5th, KYUK was in attendance to cover it. Of the 33 teams who were registered to compete, three were from the YK Delta. Richie Deal, the 2021 K300 winner out of Antioch, is excited to compete, and the conditions at the start were ideal for him. 
it's a beautiful morning, nice, cool, hard pack out here in, on uh, 4th Avenue. It's hard to complain for an Anchorage start. Last year was dumping snow and we got soaking wet, so, so this, is, this is nice. Mike Williams Jr. is a veteran musher. The family man and father of five from Akiak isn't phased by much. I got up kind of early to come down here from Willow, so I'm a little sleepy and need another cup of coffee. Uh, but I'm doing good. Williams wouldn't mind if the Iditarod would just start without the pomp and circumstance. He is thinking about his dogs. They are ready to go. So what will Williams do the night before the start in Willow? Walk around like a crazy chicken, maybe, walking back, back and forth and packing the sled. and uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, just... Try, try to make sure I have all my mandatory gear and all my um, ex extra gear in case it gets cold. I have my warm weather gear, you know, in case we get some wet weather. Bethel's own Pete Kaiser is competing in his 14th Iditarod. Yeah, I've done it a few times now, so there's always, you know, a certain amount of nerves, but uh, we have, a, we have a, a routine now after, you know, this is our 14th time doing this, so it's kind of... It kind of comes natural now, uh, know what to expect and know where we need to be at what times and stuff like that. So a little less nerves in the first few races, but um, yeah, there's still definitely nerves. There's a lot going on, a lot of, a lot of stuff that has to be in order to make this all go smoothly. Kaiser was a fan favorite at the ceremonial start. Yeah, it's all about the fans today, really, you know, come out here and show off the dogs and mingle with everybody before it gets real extra serious. So um, it's, it's fun. Um, yeah, I get to see a lot of people on the trail and some some familiar faces, some not. And yeah, and then one step closer to tomorrow and getting out on the real thing. KYUK will provide daily updates of the last great race at the end of the newscast, so stay tuned. Otherwise, check out the standings and current tracker at iditarod.com. Sticking with the Iditarod with the ceremonial start in Anchorage on Saturday and the official race start in Willow on Sunday, just 33 teams took off, the lowest number in the race's 50-year history. But as Alaska Public Media's Lex Trannon reports, there was still lots of excitement on the trail. Temperatures dropped below zero degrees in downtown Anchorage as mushers prepared for the ceremonial start. It was especially cold if you came from Australia five weeks ago, like musher Christian Turner did. He was wearing a heavy-duty jacket down to his ankles. Yeah, so this is a non-stop dog wear moo-moo, and it's a, basically an arctic anorak. You can put anything, all your normal clothes underneath it, and then the anorak goes to the top and keeps everything warm and everything compressed. It's sort of like wearing a sleeping bag. Despite the cold temps, Turner and plenty of other mushers were excited for the untimed 11-mile parade along city streets and trails. Around the corner from Turner, Riley Dyke sipped coffee. Yeah, well, you have like a week of hurry up and wait and hurry up and wait, and now we actually get to run dogs a little bit, and it makes it feel a little bit more more real, not like we're just kind of in limbo. So The staging area along 4th Avenue was quieter than usual for an Iditarod ceremonial start. With about half the number of teams as average, the sounds of yipping dogs was more subdued, Still, the event drew thousands of people out along the trail to watch. Rookie Bridget Watkins says she's glad extroverted mushers like herself can feed off the crowd's energy one last time before embarking on the real race. Just like I feed off the fans' enthusiasm, the dogs feed off my enthusiasm, so it's just like this big giant ball of excitement everywhere, and that's what it starts about. Out on course, mushers kept the enthusiasm high, stopping to chat with fans or even eat hot dogs. 
Jason Mackey had another way of interacting with the crowd. Before starting, he reaches into his sled bag to show off his goodie bags. I don't know, there's probably 20 pounds of filled booties with candy, so. He tosses those signed neon booties to kids along the trail. Fans also pass out drinks to mushers, who sometimes aren't ready for a cocktail at 10 in the morning. Veteran Aaron Peck says he makes some exceptions, though. I only accept IPA, good like good quality beer. Don't hand me that light beer stuff, you know, and hot dogs. I'm hungry, so if anyone's got a hot dog, you know, that that's good. But Once the fanfare's all over, though, mushers turn to what they really came for, the official start in Willow. Temperatures had climbed to double digits by the time the 33 teams took Four, off at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Three, two, one. There he goes. The first musher on Iditarod 51, Jesse Holmes. Rookie Judd Stevenson says the Iditarod is a culmination of a lifetime dream. The Idaho musher says he's only trying to have little thoughts as he prepares to hit the trail for the first time. Little thoughts is just getting down the trail and stopping in about 50 miles and leaving it at that and not thinking about a thousand because that's would crush my soul if I thought about that too long. For some dogs too, there was some nervous anticipation. Marty, one of reigning champion Brent Sass's dogs, was barking excitedly before the start. The young dog had some big shoes to fill as the son of one of Sass's main leaders last year who retired this year. Young, energetic, and has no idea what he's getting himself into right now. So uh, yeah, but he's ready to go. It's pretty fun. To, pretty fun. He's the youngest guy in the team. For Sass, going into his eighth Iditarod, the pressure of getting his second win wasn't high on his mind. I, I feel like I'm the calmest I've ever been for any Iditarod start. He says after all the fanfare, he's ready for his Iditarod vacation. Reporting in Anchorage and with help from Liz Ruskin in Willow, I'm Lex Trinan. This is KYUK News. I'm Francisco Martinez Cuello. Kuyana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for News Yuktum coming up.